Hi there, and welcome to Vineyard Church Delaware County's podcast. My name is Michael Hansen. I'm the lead pastor here at the church, and I am so glad that you have joined us for this week's message. I'm going to have a little bit more to say at the end, but for now, enjoy the teaching. Well, hello, everyone. Again, my name is Ben, and this is the second time now that I've been able to wrap up a sermon series here at VCDC. And I love being able to do that because all of the teachings in the series leading up to this week have been so good that all I really have to do is just remind us of the wisdom and the direction that we've gotten in those sermons so far. And it makes the sermon preparation very easy for me, very edifying, and it gives me some pretty strong shoulders to stand on as I share what I think God might might be saying to us this weekend. And as you've heard, our sermon series, as we kick off 2021, is titled Hindsight is 2020. So kudos to whoever thought up using that title for its double meaning. In 10 years, if we have a sermon series titled Hindsight is 2030, it'll mean our vision isn't very good. But right now, this is a time that some things can really come into focus for us as we reflect on 2020. And as Michael shared in the first week of this sermon series, it's an excellent time to take stock of where we might have put our hope, our trust, our security, or even our satisfaction in 2020. It's a time where we can look back on last year and look forward to the year ahead and do it with a wisdom and an experience that many of us just might not have had a year ago. It's an excellent time to level set, to look at the four connects that are the distinctives of or the mission statement of Vineyard Church at Delaware County. So up to this point, we've covered connection to God, connection to your purpose, and connection to the community. So this weekend's topic is connection to the church. So I'm going to pray and then we'll get right to it. Lord, I just thank you that you have something to say to each person here that's watching or listening to this sermon. And I pray that I would speak clearly and that it only speak what you have for me to say, what you have for your church to hear. I pray that you would work in me and through me, and if necessary, in spite of me. Amen. So just as I recap on the other sermons in this series and teaching on connecting to God, Heather covered how being connected to God is foundational to all the other connects, and how the enemy is constantly attacking our relationship with God. Heather covered how God wants an intimate and relational friendship with each one of us, how God wants us to draw near to him and he'll draw near to us, as his word says in James, how God wants us to spend time with him. Then Andrew next taught on connecting to your purpose and how that might have been shaken for a lot of us this last year. Andrew shared that connecting to our purpose isn't really an issue of self-discovery, but rather in discovering what God has for us by seeking after him that we're God's creation, and and we can find our purpose simply by asking our creator, what is our purpose? And that our true purpose is to become more like Jesus. Then Michael covered connecting to the community, how we at VCDC are from lots of uh, towns and communities all around central Ohio, and how we are ambassadors. We're representing our God, and we go with a message, a good message, a message of reconciliation the good news of Jesus reconciling us to himself through his death and resurrection. And as Michael said, we go to deliver that message with confidence because we know we're acting on God's plan. Now, my lovely wife, Olivia, and I and our three boys, we've been coming here for five or so years now, and we've heard lots of sermons on these connects. And if I'm honest, I've never really squirmed in my seat on any of those connects except connecting to the community. Connecting to the community was the one that that always challenged me and still does. It's the connect that I just can't fake. And what I mean is this. 
if you saw me at church, you probably thought I was connecting to the church. If you saw me at church, you probably thought I was connecting to God. If you saw me volunteering in any capacity at church, you probably thought I was doing pretty well with connecting to my purpose. But connecting to the community is the one that I'm either doing or I'm not. And if you ask me how I'm doing on that connect, I might not be able to give you the answer I wish I could. And many of you might be able to relate to that, that that connecting to the community is the tough one. Now, on the other side of that, of all the connects, the one that has been, to me, kind of the easy layup, if you will, is connecting with the church. Quite frankly, I've always just held the notion that if I'm attending regularly or semi-regularly, and if I serve somewhere, I've accomplished the mission. Maybe you've thought that way as well. Maybe connecting to the church has been the easy one for you. The one that's easy to say, check, did it. Perhaps you or your family have said something like, we attend with some level of frequency, we we tithe and we're financially invested here, our kids go to activities or youth groups here, we go to some sort of small group, we're connected to the church. But as we look back on 2020 and as we look ahead at 2021, connecting with the church is a whole new meaning. Everything is upside down. Due to the pandemic and attempts at prudent responses to show one another love and deference, VCDC has been in a constant state of flux regarding how we do church. We've met in person with precautions taken, then we've gone online only, now we're going back to meeting in person with precautions taken. We've created more of a web presence with video to try to make sure we're reaching those who might be higher risk or who just aren't comfortable meeting in person for any number of reasons. When we've met in person, we've tried different formats with service order, with timing, with service links. Uh, We're trying to account for restless kids. We're trying to account for uh, cleaning and disinfecting the, the sanctuary and a host of other reasons. Now, the leadership of this church is prayerfully developing plans and strategies towards getting back to the way things used to be, just as much as that's possible and just as soon as that's possible. But if I may, let me just share a quick editorial regarding being on church staff versus being a volunteer here since I'm still pretty green in my role. As you may know, Olivia and I are the pastoral coordinators over worship here at VCDC, and we've been in that role since last summer. And we're really honored to be in that role. And although any pastoral role is is challenging, it's been really rewarding. I mean, we have loved helping drive the direction of our worship here at VCDC, and we've loved on and we've been loved on by the worship community here. But let me share this. One thing that I can share since I was a volunteer here for years and then recently have gotten to sit kind of at the staff meeting table is that the decisions that are being made by the staff and leadership of this church, both big decisions and small decisions, these decisions are prayerfully made. They're decisions made with an attempt to seek God's will first and then to look out for the entire church body. They're not decisions that are made quickly or flippantly or or with an agenda other than just to love this church. And I'm really happy to report that and I hope you're happy to hear it. But taking comfort in the fact that the leadership of this church really is trying to seek God's heart, while that's a good thing, it might not help us connect to the church or feel connected to the church. See, if you feel really connected to the church through worship, and if we're singing fewer songs and in different places in the service now than than the way things might have been, you might feel less connected. If you feel really connected to the church through in-person connection with people, and we've temporarily closed the doors of the church at times or, or have had mask and social distance guidelines at other times, you've likely felt less connected. If you feel connected to the church through living life together with your small group and you've had to change up everything around how that works, you may feel less connected. I don't know about you, but I just confess that I am, I'm Zoom zapped. I'm FaceTime fatigued 
whatever you want to call it. I, I don't even think I could watch another episode of The Brady Bunch just with those faces in the squares. They just remind me of the million Zoom calls I've been on for work and for personal life. And if, if video conference is the way that your home group is meeting, you may very well feel less connected. So now all of a sudden, the slam dunk, the easy connect, connect to the church, doesn't seem so easy anymore. In fact, not only does it not feel so easy, it forces us to look at what connecting to the church really even means and how we can do it. So let's remind ourselves of what the church is and what VCDC is. This is a quote from Robert Velarde. He's a, an author, and at the time he was an editor at Focus on the Family. He says, the Christian church is not a building, but a body of believers united in Christ. Its role is to worship God, nurture and edify and reach out to a suffering world with the saving message of the gospel, as well as the practical compassion and mercy exemplified in Christ. Now that definition, although recently summarized by a contemporary author, hasn't really changed. The definition of the Christian church is the same it's always been, since the church was launched by Jesus and his apostles and, and disciples. So, so the roles of the church are unchanged. For example, one of our roles is to worship, so we worship. Our church's worship has been on video recently, and obviously that's not going to feel as energetic or lively as if we were all in the room together. And we've all been doing church via video only for the last several weeks. So no one's been in this building for a church service for a while. But you may be watching this video and may not have stepped through the church doors here at VCDC for months now. You may be high risk or you may feel uncomfortable walking through the doors. So if that's you, let me just speak to you directly right now. It might not feel as fun or effective to, to worship alone in your living room to a pre-recorded video, but don't let the enemy tell you that this isn't authentic worship. This is authentic worship. Don't forget that when you're worshiping with that video or even the video of this service this morning, you are joining with the saints around the world that are doing that very thing. You are joining the angels and the cherubim and the elders around the throne of God Almighty himself that are worshiping him without ceasing day and night. And I know many of us are excited to again be meeting in person next week for the first time in a long while, but don't think that you haven't been doing real church this whole time. You have. We have. And if you're not able to set foot in this church next week for whatever reason, you are still doing real church when you watch this video. Now, we know that meeting in person is what's ideal, and hugging and hanging out together is where we're gonna get back to just as soon as possible. But we are still doing the church and being the church when we're adjusting and when we're having to be creative as we adjust to what's going on in the world. We are still about accomplishing God's purposes. And this brings me to my first point of three points, which is this, to be connected to the church as we go forward, we must focus on God's purposes. What I mean by that is this, we must not confuse the how for the what. In our church, as well as churches around the world, there have been constant changes with how we do church. But as I pointed out with the earlier quote, both in the larger universal church and even all the way down to VCDC, we are still unwavering in what church is. We're still focused on what God wants to accomplish in us and through us and through his church. God's purposes are unchanged. But since how we do church can change and will change as time goes on, we must remember that to connect to church, to connect to the church, is to what we see in Colossians 3. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. 
And to connect to the church is what we see in Acts 2, to devote ourselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. Now, I know that in our culture, we have our choice of how we do church. In the town where I live, and no more than five miles from where I live, there are two completely different mega churches with high production quality and an exciting worship experience. And on my drive here, and I only live 15 minutes away, one direct route has me driving past no less than four Christian churches. And if I pass this church and keep driving down the road, there's another several in just a few miles. And we bless each one of them. See, when we at VCDC pray for another local church each week, we really are praying for the health and the success of that church. We're not in competition, and we want to see every life saved and changed by Jesus, and we bless wherever that happens. But we've got all kinds of options in how we do church, and each one of those churches is trying to navigate how to do church and how to adjust during the pandemic, how to bless its community during periods of crisis, during periods of cultural unrest, you name it. And if you've been going to church for a while and you've been plugged into a Christian community for a period of time, you've probably got friends that go to other churches. And you may have had discussions with them and observed or compared how church is being done by those different congregations, different styles of meeting, um, different ways of adjusting, different ways of trying to bless their communities and show love. But there's so much division right now in the greater church and even within churches. What's often missing in those comparisons is perspective. We need to focus on God's purposes. Now, sometimes our, our need for more perspective can allow us to focus on a how that we might not like and maybe think that the church has lost some of its what. It can make us think that a church or maybe the larger universal Christian church has lost some of its identity or, or maybe is going through an identity crisis. And while that sounds like a really negative thing, I think that God actually has some good and big plans to refine his church body. I think it's healthy to take stock and see if we've put our security, even in the church body, in how we do what we do instead of what. Now, whether you go to church at VCDC or anywhere else, many of us have really been shaken up by how our church has been adjusting, by how things have felt different. But consider that we must put things into perspective. God is still doing great things in his body. God is still doing great things in this church body. People are still engaging with God in worship. People are still making commitments or recommitments to follow God's plans for their lives. New people are virtually visiting this church and new people are joining it. Lives are still being changed and the kingdom of God continues to advance. So it really takes a focus on God's purposes to connect to the church. Now more than ever, we must remember what the church is, what it is here for. And this is a great opportunity to put focus on where it belongs, to put our focus on the purpose of the church, and while trying to be flexible and creative, a great time for the larger church to continue to adjust and continue to try to improve the how to do the things that God's called us to do, whether that's worship or fellowship or edification or outreach. And I know I could spend days talking about the, the good things that God does through his church. I personally can tell you that I nearly always walk out lighter hearted. I always walk out more encouraged than when I walk in. I always feel a bit more balanced and I feel a bit more of a peace after I participate in church by watching these online services than, when I, than before I've watched them. I always feel more loved and connected with my church family after, after having fellowship with my home group, whether that's a Zoom call or meeting in person in our normal place or, or meeting in person in a different place. Again, it's not about the how, it's the what. God is accomplishing what he wants to accomplish through his church. And that's the church's purpose, to do what God wants 
to worship, to fellowship, to edify, to outreach. So, point one, to connect to the church, we must focus on God's purposes for the church. And that brings me to my second point. To be connected in the church, we must participate. We still have to take Hebrews 10.25 to heart, which says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. So how am I making this point if I said that everything's upside down and, and even participation itself, what it looks like, keeps changing? Well, again, we just have to consider that the how keeps changing and has changed, but the what still hasn't. For example, let's talk about home groups. I grew up in church. You may have too. And I think I can remember that sometimes the church we went to was pretty small. Everyone knew everyone in the church. Everyone was living life together. Maybe this sounds familiar to you. Maybe you all went out to dinner after church. Maybe you helped each other move. Maybe you brought each other meals when someone was sick. And that was possible to do because the church congregation just wasn't that large. Well, now it's not uncommon in the Midwest to have 500 or 1,000 or even 5,000 people in a church going to it. So the what of the church is living life together, discipleship, edifying one another, fellowship. But if some churches, as some churches have gotten larger, the how has had to change. Now we have home groups or small groups. It's hard to walk through life with 1,000 people or even 100 people. But with 10 or 20 people, you can really develop real and meaningful and deep relationships. And you can really be the church to one another. That element of discipling and sharing life with one another, edifying and supporting one another, that's why home groups are so important. That's why they're so promoted here at VCDC. And there's a wall right outside this sanctuary with cards from each of the small groups, men's groups, women's groups, co-ed groups, young adults, retired people, groups of fans of different hobbies. We encourage you to find any one of those groups and get plugged in and connect to the church in that way, to take one of those cards and reach out. Now, even still, as some folks have not stepped foot in this building for some time, and still may not even when the doors open next week for various reasons, the what of getting people to investigate home groups and, and get plugged in, that's unchanged. But the how has to change. So as a result, if you can't look on the card wall in this building, you can get on the church's website at vcdc.org and look up a home group and reach out that way. So there's a virtual card wall. And kind of on a, on a personal level, Olivia and I, we lead a home group. It's, uh, it's called uh, Lewis Center Life Together. I almost didn't know the name of my own home group. Uh, Lewis Center Life Together, but that's the what. So the what of our group is Lewis Center Life Together. We're in Lewis Center, but the how keeps changing. We, uh, now we're Zoom right now, and then we're gonna meet back in the, uh, the cafe here shortly. Uh, we, we keep changing some of the how. The what is still the same. And so we're meeting again here at the cafe on the first and third Sunday afternoons until we get back to Lewis Center. So look us up, we'd love to have you. So again, to connect to the church, we must participate. How else do we participate besides worship and being in community with one another in a small group? Well, we participate by giving of ourselves. And where do we give? Well, we give of our time. We make a commitment to attend church if we're physically safe and able to do it. So what you're doing right now in watching this service online is what I affectionately call pajama church or jammy church. And pajama church is a temporary workaround to physically gathering. It is not the new permanent way to gather, God willing. So if you must do pajama church, commit to remaining engaged through the online presence that VCDC is providing. How else do we give? Well, we give of our money. We make a commitment to give tithes and offerings to the church as an act of obedience. How else do we give? We give of our patience, both to one another and to those in authority over us. 
In this church and in every other, both pastors and congregants all around the world are making very hard decisions in an increasingly hostile environment. Hostile from without and hostile from within. And we have to show love and patience to one another as we're forced to constantly adjust to the world around us. How else do we participate? How else do we give? We serve. There are many ways to serve. And this is true even now, even as our church might go through a season of feeling different, a season where the how might be very different, but the what is unchanged. We can serve one another in our home groups. We can fill volunteer roles that are needed in the church. We can still serve. Let me make a very quick third point, and then we'll close. And that's this. To be connected to the church, we must pursue God's presence. Let me start with this reading from Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there'll be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. Did that scripture seem a little out of place in this talk? Well, it might have. But let me remind you that this is where we're headed. This is what eternity looks like. This is the point where the why we do church and the what we do as a church and the how we do church is fully redeemed forever and ever. Now, we can't see all of that come to its fullness yet, but we can see it in part. We can right now be a church that is so consumed with God's presence and have so much faith that he'll meet us wherever we're at, and he has promised to do that, that our marker as a church is that the presence of God rests heavy at BCDC, that the presence of the Holy Spirit is undeniable, that it permeates every activity in this church, and it becomes the what that we want so badly that we're willing to completely surrender our own preferences on the how that we do church. Where the church is a family, not a club. Where the church is a place to serve and not a commodity to be consumed. Where the worship is powerful and life-changing, regardless of whether the music is good or bad. Where the benefit of the doubt is given and forgiveness is extended beyond and further than anyone could expect. Where communication comes from a place of love without even a hint of dissension or disunity a church where mercy triumphs over judgment. So if we're chasing God's presence, we're bound to experience a connection with the church that will survive any adjustment, any change in the how, any storm that the church must weather. So again, to connect to the church, we must focus on God's purposes, we must participate, and we must pursue God's presence. Let me end with this. As I shared at the beginning of the sermon, I do think that this is a season where God wants to refine us. He wants to challenge us to put our hope only in him. He wants to remind us to chase after the why and the what of church and have flexibility as the how sometimes changes. Let's just take a minute to reflect and respond in prayer. I feel like for some of us during this talk, the Lord's highlighted a very specific person or scenario or conversation or even a preference that has impaired our connecting to the church. It's something we need to surrender to Jesus. So if that's you, I just want to encourage you to surrender that as I pray. And if the Lord's highlighted something else to you in this talk, I encourage you to take that up with him as well. If you've never made a decision to follow Jesus 
and surrender your life to him, or if you feel a tug on your heart to, to recommit to him, I encourage you to pray that prayer of surrender along with me as I pray. Let me just invite you to quiet yourself and let's just take a second to pray. God, I know that even now, even over a YouTube video that you're at work, you can accomplish your purposes however you see fit. Lord, forgive us for the times that we've not focused on your purposes. Forgive us for the times that we've put the how ahead of the what, ahead of who you are. Forgive us for lifting up our preferences and opinions and passions to one another instead of laying them down at the foot of the cross. Lord, would you stir in our spirits a passion to seek after you and pursue your presence above all? Lord, would you knit us closer and deeper, even in a period of workarounds and non-ideal gathering scenarios? Lord, connect us to the church, to your church, both here at VCDC and in the larger family of God. Lord, for those who are making a decision to follow you or recommit to you, Lord, we just pray, Lord, as much as I understand, I just surrender my life to you. Lord, come take charge. Lead me. Lord, I just pray that you would bless everyone who's watched this video, that you would move and work in us. I just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, have a great week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I hope that what you heard has encouraged you in your walk with Jesus. For more information and to contact us, go to vcdc.org. We'll bless you. Have a wonderful week.